1: Jamie Rodriguez here, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Now, guys, I have an announcement for my audio audience to make. Uh, we have moved our show operations to Nashville, Tennessee. Going forward, guys, we will be recording from Music City as we continue growing our program and bringing you the best up-and-coming talent, current hit makers, and future legends. So we thank you all for joining us on our journey, and we look forward to continuing the growth with you. Now... Who is in the mood for a rising superstar, one of the buzziest talents in Nashville, Tennessee? Hmm? How about that, huh? I got one for you today, Tessa. Tessa, hailing from New York State. Tessa recently moved to Nashville, and you may have heard her song Mercury Rising because that was a hit in 2020. It was streamed over 2 million times on Spotify, featured on all the major platforms, And she, you know, she's open for Granger Smith, for a bunch of major artists. She's performed at CMA Fest. She is a firecracker. And she is also not only super talented, but she is such a hard worker. Her work ethic is beyond words. And she is a fashionista. She's a fashion icon. She's a trendsetter. So, you know, you put all these things together and it's no wonder why her career is in an upward Trajectory. So we welcome Tessa to the show, guys. Uh, You can follow her on Instagram at the period Tessa with Z as in zebra. Two two of those T E Z Z A. Uh, So welcome, guys, to the show. Uh, We uh, you know if you're new, we uh, humbly ask you to please take sixty seconds to give us a review and give us a star rating on podcasts and on Apple and Spotify. All that stuff helps us a lot, guys. So we're excited to uh, to take the show to Nashville. We thank you for your support. And without further ado, here is Tessa. Hi, Tessa.
0: Hey, how are you?
1: Good. Can you see me? Can you hear me okay?
0: I can see I can... Perfect. Can you see
1: and hear me? Okay? Absolutely. I feel like that's the new like, how's the weather? Question in the right. digital era. It's like, can you hear me? Can you see me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally.
1: Look, look at you, Tessa. How are you today?
0: I'm really good. It's a beautiful day. I'm here in Nashville. It's beautiful. It's sunny. It doesn't feel like December, so I can't
1: Right. Plan. How's Christmas in Nashville, Tessa? Is it? What's the vibe there?
0: You know, it's weird because I'm from upstate New York. So yeah. we do Christmas, we do Christmas. Um, Nashville's different because it's not snowy. It's kind of sunny. It's warm. Um, they have some Christmassy stuff, but it's just not the same.
1: Right, right. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's good. It's probably not as bad as Florida. Florida's really trippy because you have the palm trees. It's just, it doesn't go, man. You right. know? Yeah. <laughs> so Tessa, you know, super excited to have you on the show for many reasons. But one of them, and we kept coming back to this, is, you know, you, you're you not defined by this pandemic. You're defined by what you do in this pandemic. And you are an artist, Tessa, uh, that has grown so much this year. You've had so many good things to talk about in this year that it's uh, it's a blessing. It's, it's What a year you've had, Tessa.
0: Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a really strange year with everything that's gone on, but... Honestly, I can't complain. I mean, it's been one of my music, the best musical year I've had to date, actually. So it kind of weirdly worked out in my favor.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, look no further than like yesterday or this week where Spotify users may, you know, go to their little uh, discovery section and in the Fresh Finds country in the cover, in the cover section, you will see our guest here in her shining glory. (laughs)
0: no that was a great surprise spotify has been just so supportive just through the whole process to be honest um i released my first single eight or nine months ago a little less than a year um and i released my current second single about three months ago
1: mercury Um, racing right
0: yeah and then spotify has just the whole way through i mean we've gotten on all kinds of playlists and you know it was amazing we got on hot country and new boots and Mm -hmm. yeah Yesterday, I found out that yeah. I was on the cover of Fresh Finds, which was yeah. just a really nice
1: surprise. Absolutely. Yeah. Wild Country, next from Nashville, you name it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and the single has, I think, 2.5 million streams. Like, it's just on fire, Tessa. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, OK, so, so, let, so let me start with this. So these are your first holidays in Nashville, you said, right?
0: I've been in Nashville actually yeah. about five years. But like you said, I've actually never spent a Christmas here.
1: Right. Okay. Cool. Cool. So is your family in upstate New York?
0: They are. Yep. All of them.
1: Nice. Nice. And and, and how, do you, how do you feel to be in the holidays kind of like not with them?
0: Yeah, it's definitely a different feeling. Um, I got to spend some time with them the past few few months. Uh, I was able to go home. Um, actually, because of the pandemic, one of the nice things is I've been able to work remotely. So yeah. everything that I do is mostly this. I do a lot of Zooms, a lot of calls, um, a lot of interviews that are either on my phone or my computer. So. I've actually been able to do that from anywhere I want. So I actually got to go <laughs> home for a week, see my family, yeah. um, do it from Nashville from New York. I mean, you know,
1: cool. you do it it's almost like you're working, you're being more efficient and working yeah. more and you, that's cool. That's great. Absolutely. I'm glad that you're, that you're adapting Tessa. So, so yeah, of course, Mercury rising has been huge. You mentioned in January, was your first single mm-hmm. let's talk about broom country, New York, where you're from Tessa, uh, yep. you know, because, um, that's, did you come from a musical family, Tessa?
0: You know, my, my family always loved music, um, but mm. no one ever did it professionally. They just kind of loved it and loved being around it. And I think it kind of grew on me that way. Um, I My mom listened to the 90s, 2000s women country. So, I nice. mean, we did it every CD, Faith Hill, Shania Twain, Trisha or whatever, I could, I could literally still sing you every single word. So I did grow up around it, but my family didn't necessarily do it as a career or get paid for it or they just yeah. had a love for it.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And okay, and when did you make that trans- like when did you realize like mom, I can be an artist? Like I have so I have that it factor. When when was that moment?
0: You know, I always loved music, but when I got started getting into high school, I realized that that's really what I had a passion for and that's what I wanted to do. So, mm-hmm. I started a band and we started touring and, you know, playing festivals and bars and we were playing like four or five nights a week and I was in yeah. high school. So, I was making good money, I was doing what I loved. I was like I cannot see myself doing anything else.
1: And what I think what, what did you like moment. about it so much, Tessa? Like, what made you feel alive? Was it the, 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 the connection? What was it?
0: Yeah, I think it's both. I think it's one. Everyone has a different way of, you know, connecting with people. And I definitely found that being on stage and writing songs and being able to connect with people that way was something that I really enjoyed. Um, and I, and there's just nothing like being on stage in front of a lot of people. I mean, there's just the adrenaline rush alone. <laughs> You're just like, so... Yeah I just kind of I fell in love with it and ever since then it's never really been a choice it's just kind of like what I do. You know people will say well what else do you do like do you have hobbies do you have another job? And I really don't. I mean music is yeah. Whatever.
1: It's your it's your purpose.
0: Yeah, it's your purpose. It's your
1: purpose. And, and you're actually you're actually giving love through through your yeah. music and that's that's what sometimes uh you know it's like your music inspires people and, and you get that feedback. So you, yeah, you're you're doing an act of love in a way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Tessa. So you mentioned your songwriting. I really liked your songwriting, Tessa, because you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really good. It's actually really layered uh, and it goes really well with the playful production, but it's deeper than one may think. Got me thinking about it. Like with Around the Truth, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did want to ask you, I'm like, okay, I got to ask Tessa about the songwriting process. Cause it's fascinating when you're working Tessa, mm-hmm. because people see you having fun and people see you on stage, but it is, it is, it is work. Uh, what's the process like, do you go from like nine to five? Do you tell your friends, your family, listen, I'm going to go and songwrite. Or is it kind of like when inspiration hits you?
0: You know, I think it's kind of both, to be honest. It is a job for sure. I mean, there's inspiration and that has to feed it, but it's also a job. I mean, you can write 50 songs of those 50 songs, maybe five of them are something that you actually like or can see yourself doing. So it definitely takes pushing yourself, even when you don't feel inspired and you don't feel like sitting there and writing a song. Um, But there's also times that you sit down and you just don't feel inspired at all. And sometimes it's okay to recognize that and walk away, you know, and come back when you feel like you're going to get something accomplished versus just sitting there and, you know, racking your brains and just getting nothing. So it's definitely a fine line and it's a little different with Around the Truth. Um, that song I actually wrote by myself. Um, so that was a definitely a different experience than it is co-writing. They're just a different animal. Um, I think both are great and they both, I mean, not, not one's not better than the other. It's just, you get something different. So it kind of depends on the song. It kind of depends on what you want. Um, around the Truth, I wrote by myself. Um, Mercury Rising, I wrote with um, a friend of mine. And so they're just, they're different, you know?
1: Absolutely. Do you enjoy the process, Tessa? I ask because um, like Billy Joel, the, you know, the, um, Billy Joel, the other day he said, I read that, you know, still to this day when he sits down in front of the piano, he sees it like a shark with teeth. Like he still does not enjoy the process sometimes. Is the process fun for you?
0: You know, it, it, it is, but there's days that you don't like it. I'm not going to lie. There's days where it's like, it just feels kind of overwhelming because to me, I think I think the hardest part of songwriting to me is that there is no right or wrong. It's not like doing a math equation where you sit down and either you get it right or you get it wrong. There's no in-between. Songwriting, there really is no right or wrong. It, yeah. it being what you want it to be and what you want to be the end product. So I think that's that's the most difficult part for me is knowing when to just be done or cut it off or that it's good the way it is and i think that for me i struggle with that a bit yeah so it can be frustrating but i think just pushing through it
1: you struggle with like letting it go
0: yeah certain songs certain songs you're just not huh. sure you know you could be not sure if it's is it right you know you could always change it you could always twist one word or you could always you know so you have yeah. to at some point say okay it's done put it over here and move on
1: right so when you hear like mercury rising something or like in public or whatever mm-hmm. do you do you feel like man i, I wish i would have changed this word something like that or it is what it is
0: you know every once in a while you hear something in a recording like oh I could have changed this or I could have done this differently but (laughs) actually I'm really happy it took me a really long time to get a group of songs written that really spoke to me and then also recorded in a way so it took me a long time to get this set of songs and get them the way I wanted so I'm actually really happy with the way they came out
1: yeah, yeah, for sure, Tessa. I mean, I do want to ask you about all the heavy hitters that you've played with and opened with. But but first of all, but first, you know, you're so good at social media. And it's it's like, but, but, I, but I wanted to ask you, like, is it exhausting? Because it feels like every week there's like something new. It's like now you have Instagram Reels. Now TikTok is like not so cool. Like mm-hmm. iTunes is for the old geezers now. Like it's like, it's a never-ending like saga of energy. Yeah. Um, how do you do it tessa like what's your secret do you how, do you sleep at all yeah. do, do you have like a like how do you do all these hats and do them great
0: you know i think it can be very overwhelming exactly what you're saying it, it feels like every day there's something new and every day there's more that you should be doing but i think you just have to focus on what you think is important because at the end of the day you're one person and yeah. it feels really overwhelming and we all go through this and i'm guilty of it too you know i do wear all the hats right now But sometimes you just need to accept the fact that there's only so much you can get done. You do the best you can do and you focus on the things that you think are important, you know, because there's only one and you could, if you spread yourself too thin, then you're not really accomplishing anything. You're just doing the little bits of everything instead of a few things really well.
1: Unbelievable. Wow. Your mindset is spot on, you know, no, it's like, so it's like, yes, we can apply, we can all apply that to like every asset of our, every facet of our lives, you know, like family, the whole thing. I love it. Love it.
0: (laughs) well thank you of course
1: (laughs) it's true it's true tessa Um, you know you've opened let's let's talk about that i mean you've you've opened for so many big time players you've shared the stage you know everyone from hunter hayes granger smith like before the pandemic this was like your um this is this was like your every weekend kind of kind of thing um what like what's what's the experience like opening for someone like granger smith right that he has such an experience with his fans like, what do you learn from that? Like, what do you take from that?
0: You know, it's, it's funny because you learn something different. I feel like you learn something different from every artist that you open with because mm-hmm. everyone has different strengths. Um, yeah. Ranger Smith has, I mean, I don't know how he's done it, but he has grown this dedication of fans. I mean, they are diehards. I mean, it was packed wall to wall. Couldn't see a space. There was just people, people, people. And they're all there because they love him. They love his music they're just there to experience the whole thing. So he's really cultivated this this fan base that will literally follow him wherever he goes. They'll buy all of his merch, they'll buy his CDs, they'll support yeah. him. They want him to do well. So I think the biggest thing I took from him was how to build a real fan base and not just a yeah. come and go, you know, oh we like this song and then that's it, you know. They will literally follow him state to state. Whatever new music he puts out, they buy, you know, they just genuinely love him as an artist they love his music and they're doing they're willing to do whatever it takes to you know help him succeed so yeah i mean yeah i think that's an amazing thing to accomplish as an artist
1: yeah totally totally and and i think you're doing that like your fans you have a really solid devoted group of fans which is super cool to see um let's talk about your fashion tessa because i don't know you are like a fashion icon in the making i don't know (laughs) if you are aware of this fact but i mean look i see you in 10 years both with the country music awards and in vogue with like no. like the spring <laughs> I want to with you.
0: Keep you around well
1: Please, listen keep it's around. it's true tessa it's true you're like a little fashion it's part of you it, and it's such a wonderful thing and and you always have like great great bright colors but different i feel like sometimes you're orange sometimes you're blue sometimes you're <laughs> bright pink mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about you color you fashion how it yeah. fits into you as an artist and as and as a person
0: and the way you dress and I think all of that kind of builds into a brand and it's also a reflection of who you are you know Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes it's nice to be able to dress and feel comfortable and say you know this is who I am so when you see somebody you get a little glimpse of what they like and what they gravitate towards and I think I've realized through the years that I do do country music and I love country music and I've grown up on it but I definitely have this northeastern flair to it I mean I just gravitate towards there's just a difference between the northeast it's even fashion even just a way of life versus the south um mm-hmm. and it's just what i'm used to so i'm very like high pace like let's get this done um i like sleeker kind of high fashiony new york like a mix of things so it's taken me a long time to get there but i try and especially with music videos I try, sorry that. I, um, I try to get whatever i can get so it reflects who i am and what i like and yeah
1: yeah, I mean that's a wonderful mix. Yeah, you know it's like the South, the country meets you know Gossip Girl meets really cool, yeah. <laughs> re- like a really cool blend of of situation going on. That's wonderful. Yeah, you know let's talk about twenty twenty one. We're pretty much twenty twenty one. Yeah. What what can you tell us? Obviously, without spoiling any surprises, but what can you tell us? What are the what, what what's in the cards for you?
0: Coming we, have, I mean, it's been a weird year. So we had planned a bunch of touring and opening just like I had done last year. And that was supposed to happen this year. But obviously, with the pandemic, we've all had to change our plans. Um, so I'm really looking forward to hopefully getting back on the road. Um, we have some shows booked tentatively, but a lot of the times they book and say, you know, don't really release or talk about it until it happens, because there's still that chance that with everything that's going on in the world that it could fall through. So Definitely some live shows. Uh, I've got some new music coming out after the new year. Um, I'm actually about to release like a merch line, like a brand, it's funny that you brought that up, but it's like branding, merch, fashion. Um, It's a mix of merch for myself as an artist, but I also wanted to create items that, you know, I would buy off of a a rack at like, you know, some boutique, whether it had my name on it or not. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of my focus. And I'll be releasing that hopefully within the next couple of weeks as well. Um so we got a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on.
1: Super exciting, super exciting. Well listen Tessa, you've said it all. Um I do want to wish you a happy new year, but um I want to I want to commend you because again, you know, you've proven that um you know, you're not stopped by circumstance. That's
0: right. And
1: and that's one of like your coolest things. And you know what? Maybe that's not visible to the world, but it's visible to the universe. And yes. that, comes back, that comes back to you.
0: Absolutely. And I think we have that in common because you have not stopped and we're on this together <clears> and you're just plugging right along. So I commend you for that. And I really appreciate you having me on, especially being Thank independent you, artists. You know, it's great to have, you know, an outlet and a way to be heard. And so it takes people like you. So I really appreciate it.
1: I appreciate that, Tessa. We know where you're going. So excited to have you. Thank you so much, Tessa.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for having All right. me. Take care. Bye. This has been the J-Rod Concerts Podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.